Hey you, welcome to the Flow and Flourish podcast. I am your host, Nicole Rohn, the Capacity Coach, and I thank you for tuning in today. This is the safe space to talk openly and honestly about how to manage your capacity by creating balance between your personal and professional life. And in order to do that, we have to really be in tune with our five areas of flow. If this is your first time here, then welcome to your sister friend tribe. These five areas of flow that I'm talking about are really talked about in the first couple of episodes. So I do encourage you to go back and take a listen to those because it'll give you the context of really what I'm talking about. But because today is such an amazing episode, I'm actually going to jump right in and give you a quick bio from my girl Daphne Butts, who is about to snatch all your edges, okay? Before I do that, I do want to let you know that this episode is being brought to you by The Balance Booster. Yes, the 90-minute intensive coaching session aimed at helping you to get in flow, get in alignment, and create that so desired balance between your personal and your professional life. If it sounds like it's something that you need and you're working through overwhelm and frustration, make sure you check the show notes, go to my website, or even find me in social media. It's links all over the place for you to get that. Now, let me get into this bio. Daphne Butts is a faith mentor who helps women of faith heal through intentional victory by looking to God to shift mindset, what you intake, and how you speak over yourself. Having heard hard news at age 27, she experienced anger, shame, and isolation that came with such a diagnosis. Daphne functioned wounded for many years while being a mother, sister, friend, coworker, and volunteer. She mastered taking care of herself while working towards healing and wholeness. Using a faith-proof method, Daphne helps women believe God to be a healer, period, exclamation point, and embrace the truth that you are not what was said to you and walk in healing. She holds a BS in business management and an MBA. Please help me welcome Miss Daphne to the Flow and Flourish podcast. All right, Miss Daphne, welcome to the Flow and Flourish podcast. Ma'am, you know it has been a work in progress for us to get together. That just means this episode is about to be amazing and change people's lives, right? Exactly. I'm so looking forward to it. (laughs) Me too. You know, I know we met in Purpose to Platform with Patrice, and from the moment that I heard your story and really just listening to you talk, the level of faith that you have is one that I have never encountered before. It is so strong and so just rich that I had to have you on here to talk to us about all the stuff we're going to talk about today and building your faith muscle, putting God on your schedule, being intentional, walking in obedience. And even before we hit record, we were already going. So I just want to jump in. (laughs) And give you an opportunity just to tell us a little bit about how you got into this space with what you're doing with your business. Okay. In 1997, the last quarter of 1997, I was really sick with what I thought was the flu. I remember being so sick that I was moaning and calling on Jesus. I changed clothes several times because I felt like someone was pouring buckets of water on me. I had the Mm -hmm. fever and the chills, and this went on for about a few days. When I was finally able to look in the mirror, I could visibly see that I had lost weight. Again, I'm thinking this is the flu. However, the following year, I went in for a checkup, and I was told that I tested positive for HIV. Mm. I could not believe what I was hearing. I asked the man to repeat what he said, Mm -hmm. because my initial reaction was to snatch him over the desk. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> just being honest. honest. Yes. I'm being honest. Excuse me, sir. And, you said what now? <laughs> right. And I remember telling myself, Daphne, you have to calm down. This man didn't do anything to you. Mm-hmm. So I took a deep breath and I calmly asked him to give me a pen and paper and repeat to me what he said again. Mm-hmm. And he did. On my way home, you know, I'm processing naturally, I'm shocked trying to process what was shared to me. Mm -hmm. And my defining moment for me, Nicole, was 
when I was at home in my apartment and I was crying, Mm -hmm. I tangibly felt the presence of God Mm. and the presence of the enemy. It was like I could reach out and touch them. It was that thick at the same time. And I spoke directly to the enemy because I knew in that moment he wanted to try to take my mind. Mm -hmm. And I said, I'm not going out like that. And I spoke to God. I said, I don't know why you've allowed this to happen. I don't know why you've allowed this to be. But if this is something that I have to go through, I'm telling you now, I'm not taking any medicine. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing it. And I meant it. And I remember reflecting the day after, was I being disrespectful to God Mm -hmm. by what I said? I said, God, I don't want you to feel like I disrespected you, Mm -hmm. but I'm serious. I'm not taking any medicine. He was decreeing. I meant what I said. (laughs) You said what you said. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I meant what I said. And as I moved forward on the journey, I learned the importance of being mindful of what comes out of my mouth and how I responded to what was said to me. Mm -hmm. I said that I was not taking medicine. And in that moment, I was speaking life. And I'm happy to report it has been 23 years and counting. And I have never (sighs) taken any medicine. To God be all the glory. He honored my request. And I'm so grateful to God. Oh, I just need to pause right there because you know how you hear something and then you hear it again and you, you know, learn something new just in listening to you tell your story, even though I've heard it before, just the declaration, the mindset, the level of faith that it took, even in that moment, right? Most people would want to crawl up under a rock in a hole, throw a pity party, do all of those different things. But even in that moment, what it sounds like you did is decided I'm going to choose life and I'm going to use my words that are very powerful and speak over my life and come in agreement with God. And I know you and I talked about this before that it doesn't always have to be three or more. It's two or more, you and God, that's all it takes, right? To Mm -hmm. be in agreement. That's correct. Mm -hmm. And just in doing so, how powerful that is. And 23 years later, you are still here. You are healthy. You're here to tell the story and have not taken any medicine. Ma'am, that level (laughs) of faith, like, come on now. I know I see commercials all the time for everything, for not even just with HIV, but with everything, right? Take this, do do that. and so. I love and I thank you for being so open and candid and sharing your story because I know the work that you're doing is amazing. So talk to me about your company and how that's going for you. Okay. My company is Healing Intentional Victory. Mm -hmm. I sat before God. I wanted something that actually reflected my journey and he gave me Healing Intentional Victory. I am a faith mentor. I help women of faith heal through intentional victory Mm -hmm. by looking to God to shift mindset, what you intake, and how you speak. Mm -hmm. I just want to add and share with people that the level of faith you hear me declaring. When I said those words that I am not taking medication, I absolutely believe was an act of God for me to even say those words. Yeah. That he formulated my lips to say those words, because in most cases, a person is not going to respond in the way that I responded to hear a diagnosis like that. So as I move forward, I don't want people to think that I didn't cry because I did. Yes, <laughs> you know, I, I would, <laughs> yeah, I would. I can remember going to work with a towel across my lap, crying all the way to work. And I would get myself together before I went into work to do the job. And what I had to learn, I believe that this is especially for believers who their family, their parents have walked with God. I believe there becomes a defining moment where you have to know God for yourself. Say that one more time. You have to know God for yourself. Now, it's important that you have the environment that is cultivated to see your parents walk it out. And to see how they stand before God and declare the word and they study the Bible 
do a Bible dictionary and, and things of that nature, but you have to arm yourself with the word. I remember going to the library and getting books and stacking them up in the closet where my daughter couldn't see them, you know, to get knowledge. And I remember one night I was up reading the word, and this is a scripture that we've often heard quoted, but I promise you that thing came alive to me when I read it that night. By his stripes, I am healed. It was like the words leapt off the page. Mm. And in that moment, I knew that my mama couldn't help me Mm. as much as she loved me. My sisters couldn't help me as much as they loved me. Friends. You know, they could not help me. In that moment, it was like, it's going to be me and you, God. And I took all of those books back to the library. Mm -hmm. And I purposely got in the word and building myself up and saying one of the very first confessions that I used to declare over myself and still do to this day, it started with tears running down my face, looking in the mirror, declaring that I am living and I am not dying. Daphne, that's so powerful because oftentimes, I know in my life, and I recently lost my dad, and what everybody doesn't know is how much you have helped me before he passed, after he passed, and praying over me, praying with me, even when I started this journey of being the capacity coach and stepping away from that corporate job, I was looking to other people. I was looking for help from my mom. I was looking to my husband. I was looking to my siblings. And oftentimes that's what we do, right? We hit a road and I'm not ashamed to admit this because the first call we make ain't to God. It's to the people that are around us. And so for you to, it is, it's the truth, right? For you to have that awareness to say, you know what? My mama can't help me. My daughter can't help me. God, it's me and you. And to feel that presence and to use that to guide you all of your life, of course, but especially over these last 23 years, like, I need you to talk to us about how do you build that faith muscle? Because you started talking about it, right? You built yourself up in the word. Mm -hmm. And I want to say too, I know I recently joined Courage's discipleship program so that Mm -hmm. I could learn how to do that too, because everybody don't know how to do it, but right. How do you do it and apply it to your life? Because so many of us may read the Bible and know scripture, quote scripture, but then when all hell breaks loose, we back on the phone calling mama and them. So how do we build that faith muscle? I believe it starts with taking the word and applying it to yourself. And I'm going to give you an example. I'm going to reference the scripture that I gave you to stand on and declare over yourself. Okay. Which was Habakkuk 319, the Amplified Version. Mm-hmm. The Lord God is my strength, my source of courage, my invincible army. He has made my feet steady and sure like hind's feet and makes me walk forward with spiritual confidence on my high places of challenge and responsibility. Mm-hmm. So when you say that, you have to see yourself in the word. So the Lord is Nicole's strength, her source of courage, her source of courage, her invincible army, that an invincible army. And you got to look up words, too. If a word sticks out to you when you're reading a scripture, mm-hmm. go look up that word. Invincible, meaning you can't stop them. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole word just right there. <laughs> And I think when people are reading the word, a word may stick out to them. And I don't think that they consciously think to look it up. You know, I can be very transparent. Years ago, walking this journey, I remember when he prompted me to start doing that. Mm -hmm. And I had never, I don't ever recall at the time, a minister sharing with me to do that. So subconsciously, I thought that I would be doing something wrong if I did that. I know that may sound a little crazy, it does but I'm so. he's leaving. Because it's like, it's quick. Like, do I really need, why do I got to look it up? Ain't it just here? It don't sound crazy. <laughs> yeah. And so I want to help some people get free. When you feel prompted and you don't understand the word, look it up. Invincible, oh. you know, it's unstoppable. Mm-hmm. So I'm with the God that's invincible. 
Mm. Nicole is with the God that's invincible, and he's made my feet steady. I'm not slipping on nothing. As long as I keep my eyes on him, I'm steady. <laughs> okay, and this right. is how I break the scripture down, you know, and applying it to yourself. Mm-hmm. He makes Nicole walk forward. That means Nicole ain't looking back. I know it's so many people that need to hear this because even in my own journey, I know that taking my eyes off God and not being in the word, my faith flow, everything that we're talking about was empty, Mm -hmm. right? We get so Mm -hmm. busy doing everything else, busy worrying about stuff we cannot control, right? Exactly. Time, Mm -hmm. energy, resources, doing everything but coming to God. And so I love how you said it was like your subconscious, right? That prompting that said, hey, look this word up and you were being Mm -hmm. obedient. What mm-hmm. would our lives look like if we were just obedient, right? With the things that we get these inklings from, where it's the spirit telling us to do a certain thing or to not say a certain word or to just really sit still and be quiet. Like following through with that, it sounds like has changed your life because really being able to, number one, I want to go back to what you said at the very beginning. When you were talking to God, you were obedient when it was you and him in that closet with all them books, he said, it's me and you, we're going to get through this together. And then even looking up the words so that you could apply it to your life specifically. Like it takes a level of obedience to be able to do those kinds of things. So how did you become so obedient? Cause I'm sure you didn't just start out that way. What did you have to do to really start paying attention to your gut, your intuition, to spirit tapping on your shoulder? Okay, one of the first places that I would say that a person can start doing this is, you know, how we go to church Mm -hmm. weekly on a Sunday or Bible study, whether you're in person or you're doing it remotely. Mm -hmm. And we talked about this, Nicole. (laughs) Are you revisiting the word that you know found you? Mm. Say that one more time. Are you revisiting the word? that you know found you when you were listening to the word. Mm. And I learned years ago that I had to go back, even if it wasn't the whole sermon, Mm -hmm. if it was a couple of sentences that I just got stuck on, that the Holy Spirit used the person to declare, I would go back and revisit it. And then I started purchasing resources. Mm. I went to the bookstore. I have a book called Who's Who in the Bible? Mm. It covers everybody in the Old and New Testament. It breaks them down. Okay. I have a Holman Bible dictionary that breaks the word down. I've had a number of Bibles, but found it finding me a very good study Bible. Mm-hmm. And then being intentional to spend time with God. Mm. If you have to set your timer and start with 15 minutes, I'm going to spend 15 minutes with God reading. You can start with a devotional or if he's prompting you to say you want more wisdom, Mm -hmm. you can identify and you don't have to have 50 scriptures. You can get you (laughs) because we can get caught up in that too, thinking that we have to have 50, you know, get you a good three scriptures if he's leading you to get more wisdom. Mm-hmm. that relate to wisdom. And as you're reading through those scriptures, if a word stands out and look it up mm-hmm. and then purposely meditate on it and find yourself in the word. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, as you spend <laughs> time, you know, with the word, and then we have to be intentional and I'm going to speed up a little bit and go to the place where we're going to talk about is God on your schedule. Yeah, come on, <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Cause he's <laughs> prompting me with that. So We make it a point when I talked about purchasing resources, we'll go purchase them shoes. We go purchase that bag. And then you want to put off the things of God. We'll be intentional about getting our hair done and our hands and feet. We'll put that stuff on the counter. Oh, you Lord, you're snatching edges, girl. You're going to upset somebody today. (laughs) They going to get free today. But okay, this is how you talk about it. <laughs> this is how you fix the devil. Mm. If you can naturally 
put those natural things on the calendar. You know how to fix them? Put God on there. Mm. I have a time where I am declaring scriptures about healing over my life. Mm. Then several hours later through the day, I have a time where I'm declaring provision. Mm. And then several hours later, I have a time when I'm declaring over my purpose. You have to be intentional to fix him because we're having conversations and not realizing through the hee hee ha ha laughing, you coming into agreement with stuff that you didn't mean to come in agreement with. (laughs) Ma'am, you got me itching over here. (laughs) In a good way. And that's true. And that's how he slips it in. You know, before you know it, you know, you talking to somebody and said something that does not line up with life. And if you're not paying attention, you don't came into agreement with that thing. Mm. And this is why speaking over yourself is so important. And you don't necessarily know what to speak over yourself if you are not finding those, like you said, two or three scriptures. It don't have to be 50 of them and applying it to certain areas of your life. And I want to go back to what you said a little bit ago about when the word finds you, right? You in church on Sunday, like, you know, it's still exactly whether it's online or in person. And I remember one particular instance. This is when I started to really take notes because before I would just go and listen, get the word, hallelujah, all of that. And it was in a season where my marriage was at the the lowest point and I had Mm -hmm. done everything that I could do. And I remember the pastor, I don't know what the direct scripture was, but I wrote down what he said. And literally the feeling I had in my heart that day was, God, I can't do this anymore. I need Mm -hmm. you to take over. You've brought me as far as I'm going to get. And so I remember after service, after I wrote that down, I read it over and over. It gave me peace. It gave me comfort. It frightened me too, because that was what prompted me to separate from my husband because I had Mm -hmm. done every single thing that I could do, but I rested in the Lord and I knew that that message was for me. So anytime that stuff got tough, right? During Mm -hmm. the whole separation process, I went back to those notes. I went back to that scripture. And it's so important for us to really call on that. Because it's easy to sit there and take it in, but it's repetition, right? I was talking to Courage about this too. It's repetition and really recognizing how that plays a role into being intentional, into being able to flow and flourish, into having capacity to do things, being intentional. And for me, just taking those notes then and referencing them, I promise you, I still got the notebook. I will go back. Now, every time that I am in service, I am writing notes. I don't care if I'm driving. I have my husband. I'm like, look, put this down. These three points. I need to go back. What's that verse? Like, let me go back and listen because it feels good then. And that's God prompting you, right? Like, this is for you. You know when it's for you because you feel it. It feel like you got punched in the throat. (laughs) For me anyway. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. When you know he finds you and you use the word repetition, but I'm going to go even further. It's until you become fully persuaded. Mm. The word talks about that being fully persuaded. So although I started in the mirror with tears running down my face saying that I am living and I am not dying. Mm. It's like planting a flower. Mm -hmm. I kept watering it. I kept saying I was feeding the word. I was spending time with God. I was worshiping, you know, and you got to really be intentional about protecting your environment. You can't be in a situation where you're declaring life, but you're allowing yourself to be fed death. Come on, alignment. (laughs) Come on, alignment. Talk about it. And what you're listening to, what you're seeing on TV, who's talking to you. I'm not saying not to be cordial with people. But I'm very intentional about this. I've learned it over the years that I have to protect my environment. I have to be speaking life. Even if someone is coming to me to agree with them about something, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying not to feel. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that. 
But we always declare our spirit is leading. Mm. Our emotion and body are compelled, meaning they have no option Mm. to follow. And it takes discipline. So if someone is saying something to me that does not agree with life, I'm saying things in an intentional way to keep myself on the path of life. Give me an example. For example, so like with a diagnosis, they say, meaning the doctor, they say X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. I don't want people to think that I'm against doctors because I'm not. I understand that they are a healing stream. Mm -hmm. And I want people to know that I'm speaking from my experience. So I'm never telling anyone not to take medicine, not to go to a doctor. That's wisdom. Mm-hmm. Because you, as a believer, want to know what they call it. Yep. So you can know how to address it in the spirit. So even if you're sitting in a doctor's office and they're saying something that you know does not line up with life, I don't care if you have to mumble, God, I thank you for the doctor. I do not receive that report. Oof. And look at the doc. So what, what, is, what is your recommendation? Mm-hmm. What is your next steps? Mm-hmm. You listen to what they have to say, but you are listening more to the Holy Spirit on how to move. <laughs> I'm thinking- I've had things presented to me, Nicole. Mm-hmm. And if I allowed myself to be emotional and didn't listen to the Holy Spirit, that's why some people are having procedures that they really didn't need. I remember something being presented to me and I listened to the Holy Spirit and was like, not to do that. Mm -hmm. And then the results came back. The person is looking stunned. Mm. What was there is not there anymore. So what if I would have allowed myself to be emotional and not listen to the Holy Spirit? So there's another scripture that I declare over myself. Mm -hmm. I am quick to hear and I'm slow to speak. Can I just tell you, first of all, (laughs) so many things going through my head. You know, one of the things that popped up for me was a song that I listened to. I don't know the name of it, but it talks about how it ain't over till God says it's over. Right. Whatever Mm -hmm, that may mm -hmm. be. And Mm -hmm. really leaning in that and believing that. And a lot of what you were talking about was affirming what God told you. And part of not part of it, all of that is obedience and being intentional and being able to take that time to be quiet, to spend time with God allows you to grow that Mm -hmm. connection so that you can hear. And when you hear somebody, whether it's a doctor, friend, mama, job, tell you one thing that is not in alignment with what God has already told you, you got to be able to step back from that. And so I love that you say that because really we're, we need to understand. And I know people say it all the time and it's cliche, but life and death literally does lie in the power of your tongue. If you look, I'm telling you, listen about speaking over yourself, about what you are affirming, I'm it's telling you, Nicole. Yes. It is, and I think it's because we've heard that scripture so much. I believe the subtleness of the enemy is to try to think you there's no power in mm-hmm. the word. And it's not for us to watch over the word. God going to watch over his own word Listen. to perform it. We just have to stay steady. Again, I'm not telling you not to feel. I'm just saying do not be governed by your emotions. Sometimes it's best to be quiet. <laughs> It's best to press your lips together <laughs> until <laughs> you can speak. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> until you can speak life, because some people can view what I'm saying. Okay, she's doing too much. Nope. To that, I say, bye, Felicia. You are not doing too much. This is what. We <laughs> yeah, need. you know, it's like this is how I've had to be intentional and govern my life. And I have another example because sometimes I feel like we have to say something natural to help people understand Mm -hmm. spiritually. For example, when you first start working a job, you come into an agreement to work this job. Mm -hmm. You walked out the process of completing the 40 hours a week, and then you were paid weekly, biweekly, or however they agreed to pay you Mm -hmm. because you knew you would be paid. Listen to this, Nicole. You know, you built faith for payment through the action of showing up to work daily 
doing the job I to receive goosebumps. it. <laughs> I got goosebumps. <laughs> Come on, say that thing. Okay, so that was the process you willfully and obediently completed because you wanted the money. You built faith for that. I'm saying make the shift and apply this to walking out God's word for manifestation. If I could throw my microphone right now. (laughs) (laughs) Like that's a mic drop right there. Like shut off Instagram, shut off TV. If you're saying that you believe God, be honest with yourself and ask, am I walking out what I say I believe? Mm. You know, when you think about dating somebody, you think about your husband, Nicole, you got to know him. You intentionally spent time to get to know him, to get to a place of him asking you to marry you and you saying, I do. That took time. Mm-hmm. You invested. Mm. So why aren't you willing to invest in a God that has continually showed up for you? It just comes down to that, Nicole. Like, why am I here? Because you you know I know. <laughs> like you get what why are <laughs> you get what you put in? Yeah, like why are you willing to make time for this? And we know in our knower that he's more important. I am not judging anyone because I've done the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I had to learn the importance that he is my audience of one. Mm-hmm. I have to treat him as a priority and I have to do it on purpose mm-hmm. consistent because and on a regular basis as well it's not a yeah consistently oh no because listen no, it's what, not what you're saying is just I know it but it's mind-blowing to me because in this season I am working on building my faith muscle because so many different things have happened over the course of the years you know things ebb and flow but right the way that things were happening or not happening in other areas of my life, I believe are directly reflected or happening because of me not having that faith, me not having the confidence to speak over myself in certain areas and taking that time just in the last month or two of taking that dedicated time of, you know, it's a combination of things, journaling, reading the Bible, attending different Bible Mm -hmm. studies, really creating these affirmations about the things that God told me has shifted my world completely. And so many of us are too busy to do that. So I just want to go back to what you said is God on your calendar, right? Mm -hmm. You got time to do everything else. And it's about building that relationship. I want everybody listening to know and understand that building your faith muscle is not a one and done thing. Because there no. was a season, you know, a couple of years ago where I know that because all hell had broken loose in my life, everything was God, Jesus, Bible, Joyce Myers, you know, everything all right. the time. Mm-hmm. And we're human, right? So as things mm-hmm. get better, we tend to recede back to our normal patterns. And so for me, this is a season of reminding me that even with my busy self, with my happy marriage, with my healthy kids, with my, you know, good business, I still need God and I still need exactly. to make time. Yeah. So you just look, I can't even. <laughs> and just understanding <laughs> Nicole and settling it. He's my source. The source He's yes. my source. Now, although he will utilize different avenues, mm-hmm. different people to get things to me. You have to be honest with yourself and ask yourself, am I looking to the people first or am I looking to him first? I got to tell you you real quick, because with this, in the middle of what was going on with my dad when he passed, you text me and Mm -hmm. you said something that you said a few minutes ago about keeping your lips closed. You said quick to hear and slow to speak. And it literally shifted everything that was going on in my life at that moment. I was angry. I was leading by emotion. I was frustrated. I was sad. I didn't want to hear nothing nobody had to say about nothing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you praying that over me shifted everything. And so I want you to know personally that 
on days where things get unbearable or I feel as though my emotions are front and center, mm-hmm. I take that and it calms me and it guides me. And it's made a world of difference in my relationships with my siblings, with my spouse, with my kids when they getting on my nerves, <laughs> Just mm-hmm. all of those things. And so I want to thank you for that. And I encourage everybody, if you take nothing else from today, that right there, I need you to apply. Thank you. I'm just happy that it was something that blessed you and continues to bless you. Mm-hmm. It's just something over these 23 years that I have cultivated when you're around people who want you to talk for the sake of talking. Mm. <laughs> and yeah, right close this computer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have not arrived. I want people to know that I have not arrived. I'm in continual pursuit of God to know more about him, his ways. And even if I slip and say something that does not line up with God's word, Know that there's something you can say. Those words that do not line up with life fall to the ground and die Mm. unfruitful Mm. in my life. Because again, power of life and death is in our tongue. We speak to a thing and I'm pressing into it even more about the original man that I was sharing with you about. My pastor has been sharing Mm -hmm. about Mm -hmm. Pastor Owen Black. I'm pressing into that because they spoke to a thing, Nicole. They spoke to it and it, was and it had no choice but to comply. So I am in pursuit of him to be more like him because a lot of what we're walking out in our lives, in a lot of cases, Nicole, that will be the only thing that people will see mm. to draw them to the king because it's not about them coming to me. Right. We the message. It's about, <laughs> yeah, it's about God being glorified. We get the victory. I ain't never taken none of his glory. See, that's where we get in trouble. We trying to take his glory and it's like, no. Ma'am, that's a whole nother episode. Let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> you say you're doing it for God, but <laughs> the way you accepting that glory is set up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's about um, him getting the glory. Yeah. We get the victory, but it's about him getting the glory. So I'm just encouraging your listeners and whoever will listen to this to be intentional, Mm -hmm. just like you cultivate relationships with your friends or someone you're getting to know. Take that time to cultivate your relationship with God. He is your life partner and allow him to come in and heal you everywhere you hurt. I know it ain't going to be comfortable. I know you may be like, oh, well, God, I'm not ready. (laughs) Not over there. Mm-mm. You have to invite him in because he's a gentleman. Invite him in to and say, God, I need help. Door, okay? <laughs> <laughs> he's a gentleman and say, God, I'm inviting you in to help me with my finances. And see, we will even say those things. And then when we're out shopping or online and you get that prompting not to do something, you override him. Mm. Mm. So let's just be sensitive to him. and cooperate with your healing spiritually and naturally. I cannot stress that enough. I use wisdom. I go to the doctor for regular checkups. I regularly spend time with God and his word. Mm. A lot of you just need to be quiet and listen. Turn stuff off and the answers that you are asking him for, and I have the chills, the answers that you are asking him for, you will get them. If you Show him you ready. <laughs> Show him you ready to get the answer by being quiet and you either have your device or a notepad to capture the answer. I'm going to say notepad because you're going to be tempted to go on to something else. Get your notepad. Yeah. I'm saying that because that's what I do. (laughs) Yeah. To capture and listen and be intentional. A lot of times I'm just quiet because he's talking all the time. Mm -hmm. The word says he comes in a still, small voice. And if you got all this extra noise from TV, from unnecessary things, treat him as the priority. You know how you get up and go to work every day? You make sure you're at work. That same mindset, apply it to someone else who's greater than a job. Listen, I call that keep that same energy. (laughs) Yeah. Keep that same energy. Oof. 
And sometimes you just have to give people the example in a natural way to get them to understand. As they say, you bout it, bout it when it comes to getting to work. <laughs> Go on and be you, about, you, it about spending time with God. <laughs> exactly. And I want you to be that disciplined and that focused. And intentional. Ooh, that and is. that intentional. This has been Because he's so good for good. it. He real good for it. The same way you got faith that you're going to get that paycheck, have faith that God going to do what he said he was going to do, okay? Period. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, ma'am, I could talk to you all day long. Uh, <laughs> so I want to ask you, as we wrap this up, a couple of questions that I ask all of the podcast guests. No right or wrong okay. answer. It's just, it's kind of for my pleasure and the listeners as well. So if you're ready, I'll ask you those questions. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. So if you could go back in time to the 17-year-old version of yourself, and give her one piece of advice and one piece of advice only, what would it be and why? I would say is to understand your value. Mm, I like that. Understand like your value. And the reason why is because as I was growing up and I reflect, you try to find value in other things and how people see you. Do they like me? And it's taking that time to understand your value before God, which will reflect and express itself naturally. You won't need to get a yes from all these other people. You know what I'm saying? You know, and you like Patrice say, validation is for parking. <laughs> yeah, you won't need this validation. Oh, Understanding boy. your value. And then as I've grown as a woman, because when you don't understand your value, it starts showing up in your relationship. Mm. And you have to understand as a woman, you are God's woman first. Mm. I swear you're going to make me throw this whole setup. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. Next question. Since we're on the Flow and Flourish podcast, tell me, Mm -hmm. and I feel like I know the answer to this, but whatever. I'm going to let you answer anyway. Since we're on the Flow and Flourish podcast, tell me one thing you do every day to make sure that you're able to flow and flourish. I spend time with God. I have to. I understand if it's me going through my declarations mm-hmm. or if me uh, doing praise and worship. I promise you that keeps you strong spiritually and naturally. Mm-hmm. There's Mentally, a scripture that talks about all of that. Yeah. Spiritually, emotionally, physically, it talks about it being strength or food to your bones. I believe there's a scripture that references that. I can't think of the name of the scripture. If you find it, send it to me. So I'll include it in the show notes. Okay. Yeah. So absolutely spending time with him in those avenues, declaring his word, worship, praise. It keeps you strong. It keeps you focused, helps Mm -hmm. you to see clearly. It's food for your bones, food for mm-hmm. your bones, for your whole life. I love it. Okay. Last but not least, we have talked about so much today and you dropped so many nuggets, gems, diamonds, all of it. <laughs> and I want to know what is the one thing that you want the listeners to walk away with from our conversation today? Believe God to be a healer, period. No matter where you are currently in the process, dare to believe him. Daphne, that's so good. Believe him wherever you are, whether it wherever is you are. your relationship, your finances, your work, your health, you know, even in your faith. Believe yeah, whatever him. it is, finances, health, emotions. He's a healer, period. Believe, yeah, <laughs> believe God to be a healer, period no matter where you are currently in the process, because a lot of it is about you just making the decision to believe. Because, you know, the enemy wanting us to be going around and around, just like you make a decision. Yeah, like you make a decision, you assess, say, roles or jobs you want to, yeah, (laughs) you assess the job that you want to take, and then you make a decision. Settle it and make a decision that I'm a trust God. And even when you feel like you don't know the answer, don't say that. Say, God, I believe you for the answer. Mm. 
help me to see the answer. Help me to see the way of escape and how to take it. Like if your emotions are high and you can't see the way out, I would audibly declare, I'm never without options with God. You're going to show me the way of escape and you're going to show me how to take it. Listen, ma'am, look, <laughs> just I have no words. I don't know about y'all, but I feel like I've been to church on a Tuesday, okay? <laughs> like I don't got a whole word and there's so many pieces. I'm going to have to really go back and listen to this because, you know, in the middle of recording, we're just, you were going with the flow. This is not scripted. You know, there's just so much. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart for saying yes. I thank you for helping to guide me back towards God in every phase of the things that I've gone through over the last couple of years. And I've shared with you personally, and I want to do it publicly too, that even when I was trying to decide whether or not to step away from my job, I was out visiting my dad. And Mm -hmm. you were obedient in reaching out to me. You didn't know why God told you to. And we talked and I cried and cried and cried. And because Mm. of you sharing your faith with me on situations in your life and how God showed up, you helped guide me to trust that I was on the right path. And I thank you for that. And I'm just glad you were here today to do this too. So (laughs) ma'am, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Thank you so much, Nicole. You know, my prayer is that I do my best to be obedient and prompt me to reach out to people and share things that it's a blessing to them. So I am so grateful that um, what he gave me to say Mm. was a blessing to you and that it continues to strengthen you. And my prayer is that what I've shared today, that it will meet someone right where they need God most. Yes. Yes. And they will walk toward God. Yes. They start to pursue him to see things change. I know they will. This has been awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Let everybody know where they can find you. And if you have anything going on right now, like if you're taking clients or anything like that. Okay. You can find me on Instagram. My handle is the Daphne Butts. That's T-H-E-D-A-P-H-N-E-B-U-T-T-S. You can connect with me there, DM me. I also offer a free resource there, which I feel is vital to you walking out healing is the forgiveness declaration. And you can think of it as an equation. Forgiveness plus release equals healing. You know, I'm going to drop the link to that in the show notes and share this when the episode is live, because that is so necessary and so good. I'm mad. This is the first time I'm hearing about this. We're going to have to talk about this. (laughs) Yeah, it's one of the things that on my journey, I learned right away in the midst of tears and everything. I knew I had to forgive. Mm -hmm. Crying and all. I had to forgive and release it to God and allow God to be my avenger, not Mm -hmm. trying to take things into my own hand, Mm -hmm. allowing him to avenge me where I can receive healing. So that is a free resource that's available in my link tree. And I also offer a one hour empowerment call. Mm -hmm. And here, you know, we focus to help, you know, you move forward in faith, adjust your mindset Mm -hmm. and give you some calls to action to help you walk out the word and see results. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'll make sure that I have all of those links and information so that everybody can have access because like I said, you have been so influential in my life and I'm grateful that I get to share you with the world. And we might have to do a part two on forgiveness, ma'am. I'm just going to put that out there. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I'm open for it. No problem. I'm open for it. And thank you again, Nicole. I just want to sincerely thank you for allowing me to share on your platform. And again, I pray that there was something that I have said that will meet people where they are to help them walk out their relationship with God to manifest what they desire. Most certainly. I know that you did. I absolutely know that you did. And I can't wait to share this with the world. Thank you again. You know, I love you. I love you too, ma'am. Do y'all got edges left? (laughs) Because I know the way my edges were set up during this recording, they were not prepared. 
Daphne talked about so many things from putting God on your calendar to being intentional to finding the word that found you when you were at church, right? Whether it was virtual, in person, and really just working that faith muscle. You don't heal in any facet, whether it's mentally, emotionally, physically, without working that faith muscle. And it's so important. I hope and pray that you take something from this and you implement it today, because I will keep telling you knowing is half the battle. So what now what? You know, right? So what are you going to do? What kind of steps are you going to take after listening to this episode to start building and working your faith muscle? Because if all you do is listen to this, yes, it's good that you got it in your spirit, but faith without works is dead. So I'm going to leave that there. Okay? Okay. Make sure that you are not only joining me this Friday as I go live on Facebook, but also that you're right back here next week, Tuesday, because I'm going to be talking about, I was going to do a drum roll, but it would probably be too loud. So I'll just tell you, I'm going to be talking about being a black woman in corporate America. Yes. Ooh, wee. Now the original episode I had was with my girl, Chastity. However, something happened with the audio, so I'm keeping my fingers and toes crossed that she can actually join me live the following Friday so that we can actually have that conversation. Until then, though, I thank you from the bottom of my heart for sharing your time and energy with me, listening to this podcast, and I take honor in being able to be your capacity coach and helping you learn how to create balance between your personal and professional life without ever having to sacrifice yourself, your family, and what matters most to you. I hope that I see you live Friday, and I will talk to you soon.